ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد from the book of our noble Shaykh Al-Allama Al-Muhaddith Abdul Al-Muhsin Al-Abbad Al-Badr Hafizahullah Tafsir Al-Nasik Bi-Ahkami Al-Manasik In the last class we start at the Tawaf because the Shaykh is giving a detailed description of the Umrah what you do for Umrah when you're making Hajj Tamattu' you make it to Mecca you make the, the Umrah of course you do the Ihram in the Miqat and then you make Talbiyah then you continue making Talbiyah until you reach Mecca and you stop the Talbiyah right before you start the Tawaf when you enter the Masjid Al-Haram because the Tawaf is around the Kaaba and uh, a great benefit the Shaykh gave us is that Tawaf is a Ibadah is an act of worship that should be only around the Kaaba no Tawaf around anything else and the Tawaf which is the circumambulating going around the Kaaba is seven times seven rounds each round starts by the Hajar al-Aswad don't start anywhere else you have to start from Hajar al-Aswad why? because that's what the Prophet ﷺ did and we are commanded to follow his Sunnah so every round from the seven rounds starts and began at the Hajar al-Aswad and ends at the Hajar al-Aswad so when you start from Hajar al-Aswad and go around the hall around the Kaaba and find yourself lined up again with the Hajar al-Aswad that's one round and in this Tawaf a person should be on purification should be on Tahara from Hadath and from Khabath that's why the women on their menses, they do not make tawaf. The women on their menses, they do not make tawaf. They, they wait until their menses come to an end and they purify themselves, then make tawaf. And a person have to make the Kaaba to their left. When they go around the Kaaba, the Kaaba has to be to their left. Likewise, when they go around the Kaaba, they have to go around the Hijr also. The Hijr is that half circle that is built, is a wall, but it's like a half circle wall. It's a wall, but it's a half circle. Some people, they call it Hijr Ismail. Sheikh Ibn Uthaymin, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says that's wrong. That Hijr Ismail has nothing to do with it. Because that, that, that wall, that half circle wall, was built by 
the people of Quraysh in Mecca. And of course, Ismail died السلام, way before that. And they did that because there is a reason, because when the Kaaba was destroyed, and uh, with, with the flood and, uh, and the like, and then the Quraysh, they built it, but they didn't have enough, you know, money and, and funds to build it as it was built uh, by Ibrahim السلام, so a part of it, could, they could not build it. So what they did, they put that half circle as an indication that this is a part of the Kaaba. And it stays like that, since. So the Sheikh says, if somebody make, because there is a little gap between the half circle and the Kaaba itself. If somebody wants to think like there is a shortcut, and wanna, he's, this person is not making tawaf. Why? Because this person now he's not making tawaf around the Kaaba, but just a part of the Kaaba. And that person have no tawaf. See how it's a big mistake. Once again, it's important to learn. So if a person, the Sheikh says, if a person did six of them around everything, except one, but he take that shortcut, that person has no tawaf. Because you have to do seven of them all complete. Another mistake that certain people they do, especially in the last, the last uh, round, they do six, all of them, because they have to keep going. But at the last one, way before the Hadar al-Aswad, they exit and they leave. And they didn't complete that last round. Now you have to continue until you line up, your body is lined up with the Hajar al-Aswad, and then, then at that time you can exit the tawaf. Likewise, the tawaf has to be in the masjid al-haram, not outside the masjid. Not somebody go around, his look, it's crowded. I don't mind walking some extra miles. He's going to go and make tawaf around the masjid where the Kaaba is. La. Person has to go inside the masjid and make tawaf around the Kaaba, not around the masjid where the Kaaba is. Now, whenever the person that's making tawaf <coughs> uh, find himself beside the Hajar al Aswad, he kisses kiss the Hajar al Aswad if, if that person can. But if he cannot, touch it with his right hand, not with the left. Sheikh Al-Uthaymin, he says the left hand is only for to clean impurities. Al-Hajar Al-Aswad and the Rukn Al-Yamani should be touched with the right hand, not with the left hand. And you kiss your hand at this time, just for the Hajar Al-Aswad. You kiss your hand. If you cannot kiss, because sometimes you go there, too many people, you cannot put your head and kiss it. But you may be able to put your right hand on it and touch it, and then you can kiss your hand. Only for Hajar al-Aswad. But in a Rukn al-Yamani, you, you just touch it with your right hand, and you don't kiss your, your hand, and you do not kiss any part of the Kaaba period except the Hajar al-Aswad. Remember this. And keep in mind, the Sheikh says now that... Uh, Kissing the Hajar al-Aswad is, is ibadah for Allah. 
that shows ta'zimullah. This is not because of barakah or something. Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin ta'ala, he mentioned, because I'm giving you some benefits. Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah, I don't want you to think like I'm, I'm making mistakes in the names. No, I'm just giving you some benefits that the Shaykh maybe he didn't mention here. Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, uh, you do not, uh, the Hajar al-Aswad, uh, it is not kissed because of blessings. And therefore you find some ignorant people, they put their hand on a Hajar al-Aswad, and then uh, those who could not, they go and kiss the man's hand. Because Barakah. Or he rub his hand that just touched Hajar al-Aswad on their heads and on their chest, and they have people. Those who can kiss the Hajar al-Aswad, while they kiss it, they remember this is an act of worship. Ta'zeeman lillah. Not because of Barakah or blessings from Hajar al-Aswad, Hajar al-Aswad has no blessings. As Umar radiallahu anhu said, إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ حَجَرٌ لَا تَضُرُّ وَلَا تَنْفَعُ وَلَوْلَى أَنِّي رَأَيْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم يُقَبِّلُكَ مَا قَبَّلْتُكَ He says, indeed, when Umar radiallahu anhu kissed the black stone, he says, indeed, I know that you are only a stone. You cannot cause harm and you cannot bring any benefits. If I didn't see the messenger of Allah وسلم, kissing you, I would not kiss you. SubhanAllah. Also, Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, a man saw him kissing the, 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 the Hajar al-Aswad, and he asked him, said, why you do this? Then he says, I saw the messenger of Allah holding it with his right hand and kissing it, al-Hadith. Then the Shaykh mentioned other ahadith. From them is that the Prophet ﷺ, he made the tawaf around the Kaaba riding on a camel. Okay? Therefore, it is permissible to ride. And especially for those who have need to do so, some people, they're very old, some people, they may uh, have a broken leg or maybe uh, bad knees or whatever the case, these people, they can ride whether somebody carried them or there is those carts. You know, that some, whether you take one with you, you can uh, uh, rent one from there or buy one or you can hire somebody in there that there are people over there that can push you or push your mother or your father or somebody who's, who needs that. So, la ba'sa bidani. Because Ibn Abbas عنهم, he said that the Prophet he made a tawaf around the house of Allah riding on a camel. Whenever he get beside it, he point to it. He point, he point to it. Also another hadith that the Prophet have a mihjan. A mihjan is a is a long staff, a long stick that has a like is a curved, curved like a hand. And the Prophet ﷺ, he used to use that stuff and touch the uh, Hajar al-Aswad uh, with it. The Shaykh says, now, keep in mind, kissing the Hajar al-Aswad, making it to Hajar al-Aswad, touching it with your right hand, kissing it, is also enough for those who are able to do so. But if a person cannot get to the Hajar al-Aswad, except through fighting, causing harm to himself, or harming others, or mixing, even with women, because some women don't fear Allah. They don't fear Allah, ignorance, they just mixed with men, 
So that person you see. If you see it very crowded, you stay away. You stay away. Shaykh Ibn he says, and also, sometimes the people, they want to go and fight for the, to get to the Hajar al-Aswad, and because of the crowd and pushing, people, they, they push them in a way that they giving their back to the Kaaba Instead, actually, it is a short a condition that the Kaaba should always be on your left side. That's one mistake. Also from the mistakes of the Tawaf that Shaykh Al-Uthaymeen mentioned, he says, sometimes you find some people, they, they, they made Hajj with their wives and mothers and daughters. A group of people, men. And you find like 10 men or 15 or 20, what they do? They, they make a circle, holding hands. Okay? Holding hands like this in a circle. And the women are inside that circle. To protect those women. Okay? But what happened to those people? Those who are doing like this, some of them, what are they doing? Their backs to the Kaaba. They're not walking in a way so that their Kaaba is to their left. No, their back. And they're walking like this. Some the other side, they're facing the Kaaba. It's not on their... And the Shaykh said, this is not permissible for those people. These people are not making tawaf. Because from the conditions of tawaf, is that the Kaaba is supposed to be on their left, to the left. Those people, they shouldn't bring those women inside and fight. And we've seen people fighting, don't touch my wife, get away, get away, what? This is the son. He's supposed to get away from the crowd. That man and his wife or mother or sister or daughter or mother-in-law, he's the one who's supposed to go somewhere where he's not crowded. Not to bring his wife in the crowd, now he's fighting, don't touch my wife, stay away from me. Subhanallah, this is not good. The Shaykh said, and uh, when you kiss, you say Bismillah Allahu Akbar. Or if you cannot get close to the Hajar, you just point to it with your hand and say Bismillah Allahu Akbar without kissing your hand. And you keep going. And you make dua. There is no specific dua for every round. There is not a specific dua for round one, round two, round three, as there is some people who don't know, Masakin, uh, they don't know, Juhal, and what they do, people give them little books, and in those books there is dua for this round one, dua for round two, dua for round three, and they tell them you have to do this dua at this round, if not your tawaf is not right. Shaykh Al-Taymin, Shaykh Al-Baz, and the ulama, they said this is from the bid'ah, from the innovations of tawaf. And these are mistakes. And it's not permissible. Rather, there is no specific dua for any round. You say whatever you want. Insha'Allah, you make any dua, you know. Alhamdulillah. Shaykh al-Utaymin, he says, from the jahl and the ignorance of certain people, that they be reading the dua. As if it's, if it's very crowded and slow, huh? they finish the dua way before the half of the circle. And then they stop, that's it. They don't say anything because they say, hey, we already made the dua. You see? Because that's, whoever gave the book said, that's all you say, don't add anything. Some others, if it's not crowded and the dua is long, 
and they, the circle is fast, what they do? Once they see the Hajar Aswad, they stop the dua, they don't even finish the dua. The Shaykh said, this is not from the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Also about this dua, you do not make it in Jama'ah, it's not from the Sunnah. You don't raise your voice in a way that you bother the people and you're by the, by the Kaaba. The Kaaba has hurma, sanctity, and bothering the people. And most definitely, what certain people do, they have one person with a bowhorn or whatever or not, and he's in front or in the middle or in the back. You see them all in different positions. And he's with loud voice, Allahumma, everybody, Allahumma, subhanallah. And they bothering everybody. And sometimes they be making mistakes because some of them don't know Arabic. The one who reading, he don't know Arabic. And he be subhanallah. Like Shaykh Al-Atimin, he mentioned, he said, he himself, in Tawaf heard this man, obviously he don't know Arabic. He was going to say to them, Allahumma ghnini. بِحَلَالِكَ عَنْ حَرَامِكَ Oh Allah, make your halal sufficient for me and protect me from the haram. But this man, he said, اللَّهُمْ مَغْنِنِي بِجَلَالِكَ He mixed the ha with the jim. It's a lot of things. Another person, they, they say that, uh, like I told you the other day, we were in Umrah, not Hajj. Maybe seven months away from Hajj. And one guy, he's just reading. He's reading a book. Don't know. Obviously, don't know. Allahumma taqabbal minna hajjana. He's saying, Oh Allah, accept from us our hajj. The people say it after him. Me and another brother, we say. The brother says, Hey, yeah, hajj, umrah. He's like, Oh, I guess. <laughs> another person, we were at Sheikh Rabia. And we mentioned this to him. And another student, he said, Oh, you didn't hear what? Hear what I heard one day. He said, This man, he was reading the book. And he got to the end of the book. And he said, It was printed in Arabic. In India. They are saying India. It's even that. It printed in India. He said it. And they say it after him. Because they don't know Arabic. The Sunnah is beautiful. You don't need to know Arabic. Just say, Oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, protect me. Oh Allah, give me genital for those. And this and this. Alhamdulillah. The ulama, they said, those who don't know Arabic, they can make dua in their language. Whatever it is, insha'Allah ta'ala. Nothing is to be kissed, nothing to be touched in the Hajar al-Aswad. In, except the Hajar al-Aswad to be touched with the right hand and kissed. And the Rukn al-Yamani, the one, the corner right before it, to, to be touched by the right hand. And no kissing the hand nor the, the corner himself. But now you're going to see people kissing pretty much everything. Kissing the every corner. Trying some people, they kiss the, what is it? The cover. The cover. That's why in Hajj, subhanAllah, those who go, you see the government and the authority, they put the, 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 the curtain higher. People, man, they use. Some people, they even want to kiss the soldier who right by the Hajj al Aswad. They could get it to this, like, kiss you. They start, the man, soldiers sitting there for this, they want to rob him because he's next to the Hajar al-Aswad. La hawla. Many things. But we're learning the Sunnah. Every time you go. Every time, if you can. If you can, without fighting, without pushing, without getting in trouble. Now.
نعم so if the 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 stones of the Kaaba and the curtains of the Kaaba the door of the Kaaba they are not to be kissed so anything else should not be kissed no stone no tree nothing now you find some ignorance from the Sufis they just kiss anything they go to the grave of some sheikh and kiss the door kiss the walls kiss this kiss that none So the Sheikh says, people they need to, to learn the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu in Tawaf and in Sa'i and in everything and they should not innovate in the Deen of Allah. They should not just accept whatever people tell them to do. They should not just go there and forget about what they learn with the Adilla and just copy the people and do what the people do in Allah. Because the Prophet says, Whoever invents and introduces anything to our religion that is not from it will be rejected. In another hadith, more comprehensive than the other one, whoever does any action that is not in accordance with what we are upon, it will be rejected. So a person goes all the way, leaving his family, putting his money, effort, just to act upon certain things that it will be rejected you gotta follow the sunnah you may go there and find yourself maybe the only one trying to practice the sunnah everybody is doing something else what you do you just because shaitan is gonna trick you it's like hey you think you're the only one no look all these people thousands you think all these people are wrong for instance you're going for tawaf al-qudum the first tawaf, and you're a man, okay, for the men, and you put in the the iza, the the, the rida, and the meaning making ittiba, and you go there, nobody is doing it. So what are you gonna do? Oh, you cover it? No, you keep it because you're with the sunnah. You go to say, and you may see the majority of the people still exposing their right shoulder, but you, because you learned in the class that you after tawaf, that's it. Before you pray, you cover your right shoulder. Some people do that, but then if they are not firm, then they go over there, they see many people doing something else, and they follow them. No, you can't just follow whenever somebody tells you to do this. Now we follow what the Messenger of Allah tells us to do, regardless what other people say. Yes. No, no, the whole tawaf. This shoulder here, he be exposed the whole tawaf. Once you finish the tawaf, the first tawaf, when you just get there, you cover it. <clears throat> the Sheikh mentioned a point, even though it's not in tawaf, in Medina. He said, if the Kaaba cannot be kissed, nothing in the Kaaba could be, should be kissed except the Hajar al-Aswad. Nothing in the Kaaba should be touched with your hand, except the Hajar al-Aswad and the Rukn al-Yamani. He said, likewise, nothing else, including the, 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 the walls where the Prophet ﷺ is buried. Because he was buried in the house of Aisha, the room of Aisha radiallahu anha. Now some ignorant people, they go there and rub themselves against those walls and cry and 
blessings from those wars, and this is not, this is not right, this is wrong. <coughs> so the Sheikh he says that uh, whoever visit the grave of the Prophet وسلم, when he go over there to visit the masjid and now he wants to give the salam to the Prophet وسلم, or go to the uh, Al-Baqiyah or any grave of any person it is strictly forbidden to kiss any wall or any grave or anything or to rub your your body against it or your hands or anything. No kissing. None. So the Shaykh says, the person make tawaf, you remember Allah, humble yourself, make dua, read Quran, istighfar, and the like. However, between the Rukn al-Yamani, when you get to Rukn al-Yamani, while you're walking towards the Hajar al-Aswad, then you, it is it is the sunnah to say Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fi al-akhirati hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar if you forget it's okay it's not like you have to go back and do it no you keep going once again it is strictly forbidden and it's a, because it's an innovation for the people to believe that there is a specific dua for each round Another point very important that kissing the Hajar al-Aswad and touching it with your right hand and touching with the right hand directly al Yamani is specific for the tawaf. It is not a person not making tawaf going to go kiss and go home. No. It's in tawaf. If a person making tawaf, yes, he can kiss the Hajar al-Aswad and touch it and touch with his right hand directly al Yamani because that's what the Prophet ﷺ did. And we mentioned that the third round for this tawaf is that the men, not the women, they do ramal. A ramal is that they walk faster with the uh, short steps. Almost like they are running, but they are not running. Okay? That's only for men, not for women. And in the third, first round of the seventh, in the first tawaf, not tawaf of hajj, not tawaf al-wada, if there is a room in front of you. But if it's crowded, you don't. You just walk with the people. <coughs> Women, there is no rumble on them. Rather, they walk. If a person <coughs> have doubt, shake, on the, and lose, and lost count, because you have to do seven, and remember, subhanAllah, you're going, you're making dua, it's crowded, there's people pushing, maybe. So some people, they be like, oh, what is it? Is it four or five? Is this is number four? Or is this number five? What they do? He will, based on the lowest number. Always the lowest number. I'm just giving this as an example. Could be three and two. What is the lowest number in three and two? Two, so he make it two. If it's, it says, if this is the last one or the second one, can it happen? Huh? That's the problem. If somebody says, is this the last one or the second one? Nah, this person, meaning he's not, he was, he's not there. 
Usually a person may say, is this is the last one, Akhi? What does it mean? Or six, even if he doesn't say it. If he has doubt if this is the last one, then what he has to do? Make it the sixth and go to another one. Okay? Alhamdulillah. But the Sheikh, he says, sometimes you may have a doubt too, and this is the fifth or the sixth. But then that person remembers at that moment that yes, it is the sixth. Okay? He remembers. Maybe as he's doing the sixth, he meets somebody he knows. And that somebody says, where are you are? He said, this is my sixth. Alhamdulillah. See? This is my sixth. Because you may know somebody who just coming from Tawaf. He just started in Tawaf, but you are in the sixth. And the brother says, Salaamu Alaikum. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Because he can't talk. Where are you? What, 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 uh, what round? Oh, this is my sixth. Alhamdulillah. Okay? But then, it's crowded. He's making dua. After maybe 10 minutes, because sometimes one round may take you 20 minutes. Or 15 or 10. Allah, yes. Sometimes the tawaf, tawaf may take you 10 minutes if there is nobody there. Not even. Because the closest to the Kaaba is easiest. Because you're just walking. But now, if it's crowded and you're way back there, and you're moving slowly, sometimes you have to stop because the crowd... Sometimes you have to do 10-15 minutes just from the black stone to go back to the black stone. It takes you hour, hour and a half to finish the tawab. Alhamdulillah, you're upon ibadah. So now if, if this happened, you already said to that person, this is my sixth, but after five minutes you forget, is this sixth or fifth? But now you know you make it one? No, you don't make it the fifth. You make it the sixth. If you remember that conversation with that person, you see? If you remember, oh no, the brother just asked me, who is the sixth? Oh, is the sixth. Inshallah, that's. And sometimes also you be in a group. You be like three people, four, five. And one of them said to them, Akhi, this is the third or the fourth. So they, if they sure, they said, no, this is the fourth. So he goes with them. No. And then after the tawaf, it is, it is recommended to pray two rakat. Not obligatory. And it is recommended from the sunnah to perform those two rakat after you finish the tawaf behind the station of Ibrahim. Station of Ibrahim is right there by the Hajar al-Aswad. Okay? But only if there is room. But if the people is crowded and people making tawaf in that area, they have more rights. Sheikh Mulatimin he says than that person who's praying the who wanna pray the sunnah. So he says he should go and find any place in the Masjid al Haram to perform this Torah And then a person on his way to the Safa and Marwa to perform Sai can drink Zamzam. Can drink some Zamzam. Alhamdulillah there is a lot of Zamzam in there. Alhamdulillah, they make it available. Alhamdulillah, everywhere. So you just have to ask and you will find it, inshallah. In Sayyid Muslim, you mentioned uh, the, the benefits and the virtues of Zamzam. From it, the hadith of Abi Dar, the long hadith in Sayyid Muslim, number 6359, 6359. 
6359. The Prophet he says that the Zamzam water is a blessed water. It is blessed. It's blessing in it. And it is food. Okay? And uh, Abu Dawood and Tayalisi, they add washifa'u suqmin, and also it is the cure for, for illness. And also in the hadith that is collected by Ibn Numaja, and uh, some of the people of knowledge, they authenticated this hadith. Others, they said it's Hassan. You can check Irwa al Ghalil of Imam al Albani, hadith number 1123. That the Prophet said, "Ma uzamzam li ma lahu." Ma zamzam is for what you make your intention to drink it for. Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah, said in his book Zad al-Maad, "Ma uzamzam is the master of all wars, the noble of all of them, the most precious, and noble of all waters." And the most beloved in uh, to people. Most beloved to people is, is Zamzamor. Sheikh said, yes, it is permissible for someone who's making Hajj or a person who makes Umrah uh, before they return home to their loved ones to, to bring with them Zamzamor. It is permissible uh, to give it to, to their people to drink and to give it to the sick people to drink from it, inshallah ta'ala, to give it as a gift. So this is one of the most uh, beautiful and virtuous of all gifts. Because because it is ma'mubarak fi shifa. It is a blessing.